2: All right, guys, this is the last great Coliseum edition of Stack of Pennies presented by Mobile One. Big week to break down Denny Hamlin getting the dub, punching his ticket into the round of 12, and there was some goers who did not make the cut. We're going to break all that down. We're also going to break down my day. Started off good, ended on a lull, so we'll dig into that left Bristol feeling frustrated at myself, all as well as some pit row boats And woes. All this today, we're gonna get into. It's gonna be a great one. So buckle up. This is stacking pennies. Stacking them deep, selling them cheap. It tastes like gasoline, rubber, and victory. We're out here stacking pennies. Hello, friends. I am Corey Lejoy, driver of the number seven Chevy. Camaro joined by my two buddies to my right, Danielle Trotta. How's it going?
3: Back from Bristol. Yep. Got all the race in, drove home in the rain.
2: It looked, it did look promising, actually. It's Off done. and on, bleak. sprinkles, yes. very bleak. But you know what? Once we got that vortex effect, we were we were good to go. I was trying to tell everybody. Shout out Jeff Club. Yeah. He hates it whenever I get on my board vortex. At the I say it area. all the it, time. It works, especially at Bristol. Just the configuration of the stands, it actually makes the swirl to the atmosphere three times larger, more effective. It's I don't know. It's just science. man. Science. You can't argue just okay. it. And that's Ryan Flores, front tire changer of Ryan Blaney's Ford Mustang.
3: Survive in advance.
2: My
4: kid got sent over from school today. Why? He stuck a raisin up his nose. <laughs> and it got stuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, in the playoffs, right? I'm at practice. i practice. leave my phone in my locker. I'm trying to focus. Get to my phone. Ten missed calls from my wife. Call me. Call her, FaceTime me. I'm like, what What happened? Wrecked the yeah. car? What the hell's going on? Cat house. Your kid got sent home from school. I'm like, what did he do? Puke, poop his pants? What happened? Stuck a raisin up his nose. I said, Wait, babe, I thought the house was burning. <laughs> stuck a raisin up his nose. Said, He's three. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it's probably you, not the first you, time was getting better than though? Crayon.
3: How do we fix that situation? So she t-
4: took him to the pediatrician. They couldn't find it. <gasps> so then I guess swallow? he got he got back in the car and raisin he fell him. asleep. And um, it, like his nose running and she saw it It kind of worked its way down and she like operation went into the house left him in the car sleeping went in the house got a pair of tweezers and like operationed <laughs> it out and then he woke up and he started feeling his nostril like oh i think it's not in there anymore what's what a going deal. on so that's hey man wow everybody wants to go cup racing so, that's the problems you have that's it, what that's
2: what you're dealing with it is man if we do game night, Chris is the one you want to have her team for operation. She didn't wake him up and tweeze that raisin out of Cruz's nose. Moms are impressive, dude.
4: They are. I thought I was doing something good, ripping eights at practice. No. No, 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 no. She's tweezering. She's ripping out
2: raisins out of your kid's nose. Yep. So that's my day. <laughs> that's great. Part of it. That is.
3: How was your Saturday? The good.
2: My weekend was and really the good. Couldn't win a stage. Uh, was really it was really good it. right up to the point of impact. So we unloaded, had some pace. Uh, like we talked about in spare change, it wasn't surprising to me to see how good we were because we were really good on the simulator. Uh, we had an extra block of time that we normally don't get on the motion rig. We only get on the motion rig probably once every four weeks, maybe once every six weeks. So we were on the graveyard shift on, what was that, Tuesday night? We are on there from like 7 till 9.30, and you're just, the, the motion rig gives you a lot more fine-tuning abilities than what the static does and what we do each and every week. So I felt really confident about what we were bringing there, just learning, progressing our setup, progressing our baseline. So when we were sixth in practice and uh, pretty good on lap averages, I'm like, man, we, we got a pretty good hot rod here. Qualified, made the final round of qualifying, which we were – Ryan and I both were probably the only two that weren't surprised about that. I mean, we're sitting there and it's like it's probably going to take a mid-20 to make it judging off qualifying last year and we're on 25 so we felt good about that all the guys were pumped up which we should be it's a big deal especially there to have a good qualifying position because it's so hard to pass especially when they spray the resin so leave saturday or friday night feeling pretty good about it busy day saturday bunch of media bunch of appearances driver intros for the Race is again electric. With oh, yeah. How the intro song, though, was perfect. What'd you It end up gave picking? me chills. That TI song, Pardon, with it says, Getting my bag, stacking my pennies.
3: Nice. That's uh, perfect. And it
2: was like time to perfection. Nice. Got the crowd fired up. Yes. A lot of cheers, a lot of stacking pennies.
3: You had the smoke going.
2: Had the smoke going, had the swag going. Love the it. fire suit walk, as Jeff Dickerson says.
3: And then we were locked in.
4: Go the watch your kid practicing the national anthem that was
2: that was like- almost a disaster but we made it okay. well levi naturally just found his way to miss melanie who is orchestrating you know the one in front yes i saw telling miss the melanie. kids how to sing yeah well if you looked my kid was on her lap is
3: that where levi was yeah. that him oh my
2: god y- yeah i was like Come i was on looking now. in
3: the crowd and i couldn't see him and no, there was no, one little boy on his lap was and I was like, on miss uh, so
2: i was like you kidding me i love that <laughs> yeah so luckily What's wrong with that because he should be in the crowd singing. <laughs> hand over his chest. He loves Miss Melanie. He does. All, they're like best buddies. So the fact that we had Harper and crew.
4: They had crew in the front row, and I'm like, hey, y'all can't do that. Like, you're going to shut this whole thing down. Then the microphone was in front of him. I'm like, hey, like, you can't leave him.
3: Wasn't there. he the one with it's the a bad m- idea? Did he stay in the front? He had a
4: cool bristle. No, I got him out of there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then Harper started crying because she couldn't see us because we were yeah. standing off the side. Larson looked at me like, bro, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, my kids are crazy.
2: Uh, we're rookies at this thing, too. So we it was averted good. that. Yep. So we get in, and we're ready to go. 500 laps of Bristol, night race, career best starting position. Let's freaking go. Fire off. Get around Clyde. Get around a couple good ones. I think we settle in seventh or eighth, and I'm like, we got us a pretty good hot rod here. Hook in the bottom. Hook in the bottom. Old they, school. Which... Hard to pass, but you got to hit the bottom. If you slip the tire, you miss the bottom, you were getting and you were getting freight train. So we settled in. I think we went maybe 60 laps. Caution comes out right when the leader started catching traffic. That was a decision. of Some guys want to take tires. Some guys want to stay out. We were, generally speaking, if we are the chance to be on the front row, we will kind of hedge our bet of our strategy against that. So if everybody comes in front of you and you're looking at the pace car, you're going to stay out and just take the track position. So we stayed out. Chose the top, had a good restart, led like 50 or led probably 40 at that point in time. Caution comes out again. Chris Bell gets to second on newer tires, and he was probably the fastest car at that point of the race. He was moving early. Dude, the full transparency, right? Everybody watches on Sunday. I don't get out front very often to lead laps. I think that was a triple of a career high on Saturday night. The amount of grip that Clean Air gives you is yeah. unbelievable. Oh, this is why this guy's making look so Oh, easy. yeah, it's Felt just a little e- different. It it is unbelievable how much better your car sticks to it's the not road just a myth when there's not 15 people it. in front of you. I was like, oh, like you're actually driving less hard in the lead because like your just car drives so freaking good.
3: Clean Air versus Dirty
2: Air. Oh, it's well, even the air in second just because it's less disturbed than yeah. you know 10th or wherever else. So. We took advantage of that, led a bunch of laps. Bubba and, and the 45 were behind us. They weren't able to get by us. Chris worked his way to second. Kosh came out as he was kind of underneath of me. So I knew I needed to get a good restart with, like, 12 to go and try to hold him off. I was proud of that launch. So I was in between first and second, and I think that he launched in second. So I, I did, like, a couple of practice launches on the backstretch in second. I'm like, I just doesn't. Think, I don't think it goes good enough. So – Right when we were going to the zone, I bumped it down the first gear. I'm going for it. Yeah, and you just short shifted. Like you get the thing get the weight moving, and then you grab the second gear, and we were able, I was able to clear Chris, and he hounded me, hounded me. I think you got me with like six to go. I'm like, damn it! Really wanted to win that stage. I would have loved for you to keep a stage point away from him. Gosh, or a you know playoff point. But he was strong. Obviously, pole sitter he had a hot rod and fresher tires than I did, but nonetheless, it was really good to have our car in that position right? lead leading laps. We had Nigu on the car again. So give those guys a lot of What are you thinking time. out
3: front? Like you said, you don't, you're not doing it a lot. Are you asking TJ Bell to do anything different? Are you driving defensively looking behind you a lot? Are you running your own race? Are you quiet? So like- when,
2: when you're, <clears throat> when I was in front of Bubba tire for tire, I knew I was a little bit better than him in clean air. So I was actually able to get just like settled in and wasn't really abusing the car. Cause I knew that had, as guys of new tires worked behind me, I was going to need a little bit more to try to defend for the stage win. Then we got the caution and it kind of re-racked it. But when the 20 caught me, I found myself kind of racing him in the corner because he was a little better. He had a little bit better grip into the center than I did. So when I was found myself charging the center, I should have probably backed him up and just stopped his momentum and then got a good launch. That just comes from more experience and, and also more experience from TJ we talked about that today in our post race meeting of like just a little more information of like hey park it at the half mark and get a good launch and you'll be able to stay in front of them so we learned from that um, still finished second got good stage points which isn't something we're able to do a lot and fast forward past the wreck for a second we still finished 25th but we got the same amount of points as if we finished 15th yeah, without stage deal. points so that's a that's a big deal which is something you in our position, we hadn't really put a lot of value on because we just try to get the best finish. I think talking to Sparks now, it's if we can have the pace to qualify well, have the pace to get stage points, we have to make that another goal to we try to achieve because it's a good way to start closing the gap. But anyways, we the guys who stayed out or the guys who pitted, we come down during stage break. So we came out like 20th, 21st, uh, still had a good car. Got back to like 13th at the end of stage two. And then comes, Uh oh. I wish it was a close call, but it was, I guess it was the Corey calamity of calamity the of the week.
3: Oh. <laughs> we got an onboard
2: man. We, so we, yeah, we got on board. We got a camera. We got Dale jr. Now. So we got the whole thing. Cause you can't hide. There's cameras everywhere. Following Eric Jones here. The aggression level was fairly high. I knew that, we needed to get some track position, so we didn't go a lap down. Come off four here, and the 43 was struggling to get off the corner. My aggression level here on lap 115 is probably a little bit too much, and he got off the bottom. And I tried to make a run and spun a left rear tire, oh. and that's all it took. Uh, that little momentary, yeah, wow. Hmm. That momentary, I wouldn't even say lapse of judgment because I knew what I was doing, but it was probably just ill-advised. So I spun the left rear tire there, tank slapped it, and freaking lost it. How much of that is because
4: mm. beef with Eric Jones? Like, are you less patient with him because of the fact that he's wrecked you twice this year?
2: Probably so, right? If you see somebody that is, you're you're generally want to get in front of, there obviously the aggression level was too high for the outcome that it was, and it threw away what could have potentially been a, a top ten day pretty easily. So I was super duper frustrated, and you know I was riding here today. And, and just like you feel the weight of you – know, I, like I feel like a quarterback that threw a pick on the game-winning drive. You know, and I know situationally it wasn't the end of the, the stage or it wasn't the end of the race, but I still feel like my mistake negated an entire weekend of positive things we did as a team. So trying to put weight into the progressions we're making as a team, trying to put weight into learning from it, of like down and distance, of when to have the aggression level turned up, when to have it turned down, how to communicate, to pull the reins back a little bit when you feel like you got a really good car, because I hate feeling like on a Tuesday I let my team down when they gave me a really fast car. So I get that. It freaking sucks.
4: Yeah, it's like it's like uh, that we've talked about on here is like the tale of two careers, right? Like when you're running 20th or 25th, it's like you can make those mistakes and it's okay. But you start running better, and it's like you make those mistakes, it. and you're like, all right, I don't want to be the weak league here. And am yeah. like, okay, I have to start holding myself to a little bit higher standard because I think Logano touched on it on Sirius, and he said, I don't know how to run 15th, right? I don't know how to run 15th to 25th because it's different. Yeah, And dude. you've said that. I and mean, we've talked about it on here quite a bit. It's like it's it's ruthless, but it's also like it happens and – yeah. When you get into the top 10, it's it's way different.
2: We talked about that today. It's like when, you know, we went to Sparks and I went to lunch, and he's like, man, we, we can take a 22nd place car and run 17th. With it. Like, you are one of the best at that. I'll give you that. But I have self-admittedly taken when we have top 15 cars and made mistakes on pit road, put myself in bad positions, hit the fence. Because the amount of difference of drivers it just in that little step from the 20th range to the 10th range you're you're that's getting closer to the pointy end of the spear right so you're not going to be able to outdrive those guys 8th to 12th as often as you can outdrive the guys from 19th to 24th so for me just settling into that of like trusting the pace of our car the speed of our car is a little bit of an adjustment which is a good adjustment to have right i mean we're going and we have legitimately built like our goals have went from let's just finish the race to let's just run 30th, to let's just go run 20th. And now we're like, okay, how, like now how do we run 10th? Let's get stage points. And how do we get stage there, yeah. points, right? How do we look towards next year and adjust our philosophies to like go try to make the playoffs, which I think that we are trending in that direction, and I'm exci- super excited about it, especially with the news coming out this week of Spire again pushing all the chips onto the table. Of the sport, going to buy another charter for an unprecedented amount of
3: money—forty millions,
2: bills? as Pat Magus says—and millions, oh, yeah. of dollars, 40 tens of millions, forty mil, allegedly for one, for one, uh, not even charter. parts, just Nothing. a just, just a piece the, of paper yeah. that says. Yeah. Here you go, guys.
3: One time I asked like a owner, I was like, What do you get? Like, do you have a charter? Like, is it a medallion? You get a little metal, a little pin, a little plate. He's I think like it's an email. It's an email. Yeah, I was like, like a spam really? account. Like He's it like, could go yeah. in. Your,
2: hey, check your spam. Did you get that right. email? No, shoot. I didn't He's get like, it.
3: I'm like, you don't have it printed out? He's like, not. It's, yeah, it's somewhere right in my email. Right
2: underneath my front gate <laughs> <Right>. advertisement <laughs> <Yeah>. again. <laughs> like, oh hang on, let me don't lose my, <laughs> my <laughs> charter agreement.
4: The most important <laughs> thing is like, what is BJ's outfit gonna look like now? That he's got access to multi million this guy is if gonna the look spikes on his awesome. shoes
2: were an inch. Now they're gonna be three inches.
4: He's gonna look like uh what was that? The the Legion of Doom? What were the old wrestlers that come out with the spikes <laughs> on and everything? That's what he's A gonna look pads. like. Yes.
2: Yes. yes. Congrats yes. to BJ McLeod, Matt Tiff, Joe Falk. Love that. Um those guys bet on the sport in their own right and came away with the brinks truck
3: and what's interesting about that transaction is and justin marks alluded to this at the presser which by the way through the window i saw you racing to the driver's meeting like right as the press conference started yeah. i'm like there's Corey. we've never seen a transaction in the history of the charter system exactly like this so spire acquires the charter for reportedly 40 million from LiveFast, but then immediately you can't even use the term lease I don't even think it's technically Trackhouse is not technically leasing the charter from Spire. Zane Smith is going to run for Spire. I have questions. He's going to run for Spire, but is it a Trackhouse he's going he's a Trackhouse driver, he's signed by Trackhouse but driving a Spire car. Yes. Yes. The car is he will have Trackhouse engineers from what I understand and the presser Trackhouse crew chief, Trackhouse telemetry information, he will be in competition meetings with trackhouse drivers, but driving with you guys, you and whoever's shop. in the seventy-seven, out of your shop, what do you make of this dynamic? We've never seen us. anything I, like I, it.
2: I think that it, I mean Zane is a championship guy. I think he's got a great temperament. I think he's got a really high ceiling, and, and I, I think he's already proved in a couple of Cup races already that he's got what it takes. So just that guy alone in the simulator setting a high watermark giving you feedback in his own way of how to make your cars better is going to supplement what we're doing. Then you add in the track house element of if there's something they're doing that we're not really onto or they're a key partner we're not. So there's a lot of stuff that they know, aero notes, mechanical data, probably damper builds that we don't know that they're going to be putting on that car, which is going to be built in the same shop as ours. So there's going to be some bleed over that helps. That's the my question is
3: how does that uh,
2: work? Does the water get muddy there at all? I yeah. think that they are going into the deal understanding that it's going to be muddy, but they, they believe so much in Zane and they, they believe this is the best opportunity to get him reps on, on Sunday. And but there's it's also fire built car. Yes. Okay. But there's also the GM component, right? Where to be able to justify running a third car, it would almost have to be, Chartered with just the back-end money and what it takes to do it. And I think, like Justin mentioned in his presser, they don't have time to outfit a third operation with just trailers and pick carts and all this stuff. So Spire certainly taking on a a heap of work trying to figure out another team and figure out where to put it and all the stuff that comes along with it. Uh, But the future of it is certainly bright and I'm excited uh, because it's a big step. It's it's a huge step uh, for us to be able to have it's a probably another technical alliance of sorts with another good GM partner, and it's going to be it's going to it's going to just help our entire company grow because track house, from what I believe, is sponsoring the car or sponsors of track house will be on the car for all the races, so it's not a spire burden to go try to sell races. So they're now concentrating on selling the races, open inventory, the seven and the 77, and getting those whole. Getting the right people in the right places and keep building this thing. One penny at to the top. There's only one thing that comes to mind
4: mm. when I see that Track House hired him. Harry Hyde. One too many roosters in the hen house. Well they got they got gonna, two
2: too many roosters in the hen well, house. They got one rooster from New Zealand's pretty freaking good. And yeah. they got a rooster from the tr- truck series pretty good. And they only got two cars and four drivers. So yeah. that's what
4: yeah, that's what comes to my mind is like, okay, so like, okay, maybe I'm not seeing what the vision is down the road.
3: I don't think they know exactly. But, he's like, we got to see how
2: SVG develops.
3: Yeah. I feel like there was a little backtracking. Like I felt like twice just in last week when the SVG announcement came out was like 2025 is the goal and cup and blah, 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 blah. And then the same announcer and he was asked about it. He's like, well, we're not really sure how the kid's going to develop. He like, is like she, He might not even like it. Like we don't know if he's going to make it. And everyone was asking when the music stops, you have two charters and four drivers. Like, how does this work? Reminds me of the football
4: team when they're not doing so good. I just pick up people on waiver and I don't know who to play. (laughs) I'm like, I don't just need everybody.
3: He's like, well, that's where alliances, like the Spire situation, like could come into play. But he said we want to be a three-car team, full time team, like not Project 91 in 2025. But you have four drivers. So it's interesting to see if if I'm Ross Chastain or Daniel Suarez, that stresses me out. Like, now I'm sweating a little bit. I don't know. Uh, the first name you
2: mentioned, I wouldn't be, I don't think he's got to be too early. Because of the Bush I mean, beer deal? But
3: no, but you talk okay. about like it. Tons makes of sponsorship.
2: And, and he's went deep the last couple of years, and the other yeah. one hadn't even made it. So, if you are the second car in camp, and you see it in F1 particularly because it's exaggerated, but if you are the second car in camp and you're getting beat consistently by your teammate. It's not good. The pressure is real. Yeah, it's real. But
3: you know what? SVG may not turn out to be what, Everyone thinks it could be. Ah, he's a dog. Think? I think he's a dog.
2: I, I mean, I don't know. Look at Marcus Ambrose. Don't. Mar- Marcus Ambrose, I, I would say he just wasn't with the right team. Didn't have near the amount of tools that SVG is going to have at his disposal to, for development. He's going to have as many hours a week in the simulator as he wants. Motion rig, he can run any oval he wants to till he's, till his freaking retinas burn out. Marcus never had that opportunity. And he was driving for a mid to low level tier with RPM. SVG is gonna have the opportunity with probably like we said, calling, niece, trucks, project ninety one on the road courses, on the cup side, and the the ability to work alongside of Ross, alongside of Zane and and Daniel, to get up to speed on the oval stuff. And and on paper, statistically, SVG is head and shoulders above what Marcus Ambrose was in terms of success in his career when he's coming over and he's still t- in the prime of his career being a 34 35 years old i'm still on the side of the fence that i think svg is going to learn and learn quick but it might take 16 months to really get to a point where track house is like all right
3: well that's about how much time Daytona justin 500. has to make a decision so it'll be interesting well, to see how it unfolds that
4: Zane walk when you see like, dude, the, like that, uncertainty with the ten question. car and like, like I'm just sitting here thinking about that. You see the uncertainty. But with here's, the 10 car but here's
3: what's so funny. So what else came out in the presser was, when the day that the day after Justin acquired Trackhouse, Zane Smith texted him and said, "What about my deal?" He had signed a developmental deal with Chip Ganassi like days before he shut the doors. So Zane was like, "What's up with me?" Chip Chip Ganassi was running Chevrolet, so Zane was out of. Ford's grasp a long time ago, and we had no idea. They just haven't. They have Apparently, they've had years to lock this kid down, and we're willing to, to let him walk. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe they don't see what the rest of us see. Oh. I don't know. I talked to someone that said, I guess they're getting into F1 the next few years. With Red Bull. With Red Bull, and there's a lot of attention diverted in that direction. I don't know how you don't keep one eye on Zane and, or your stock car program, or, or, or maybe they just don't see him the way. I don't or, know. Or
2: you can look at it like the Rick Hendrick development approach where you don't need to spend the money to develop them because when they get to a point where you feel like they're good enough where you want them, you just go give them whatever they want. But, but,
3: but it's not even that, like it's the Todd Gillen decision at front row. Like it's one thing to let him leave, but it's another when he's in the organization, like he was a part of that team and this, that's no disrespect to Todd Gillen, but I was shocked at that too. They've had, Two chances. Yep.
4: Yeah,
2: I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know. I don't have any counter argument to that because I agree with you. But congratulations, is, Justin Marks. Welcome the, to the house, Zane. No question Does Ford <laughs> have I got, a, I got, yeah, they got a, a lot of people that better be sleeping in bunk beds because ain't enough rooms for all the people at the house. Good luck. Going Good back luck. Luck. to that's cool, man. I'm, I'm excited to work with Zane. I've, I've been in kind of in communication with him for the last month or so as all the stuff was starting to develop, and I, I think he's going to bring a lot, a lot of value to our team. He's going to bring a lot of speed and excited to work with him so
3: he's a good kid yeah
4: Dude, if he can do a host box. of ours done and for coming from the truck series i mean the host of our this weekend another impressive run
3: limited cup starts yeah, leg-
2: Legacy's uptick their performance lately i think they're probably getting a little bit of trd help even you know towards the end of the season to try to maybe he yeah ran
4: the 43 all night and the Sun gun drove to the top six top six you yeah, yeah, top five and then he ass. he had a it sounds like they had a little bit of a, a loose wheel maybe he was wheeling
2: Most likely it doesn't. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem, every new dollar makes each one of your dollars worth less, robbing you and every other hardworking American. But you can stop this cycle of robbery by diversifying your IRA or 401K into gold, an asset that has stood the test of time. Our new sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their retirement savings with physical, precious metals. Now you can, too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word COREY, C-O-R-E-Y, to 989-898. With an A-plus rating, with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your free info kit by texting COREY to the number 989-898. Go check them out. Put some pennies in some gold.
3: Going back to your incident, the wreck. And I know you're obviously con- concerned about yourself. At what point, though, did you realize the implications of what happened with Joey, the 22?
2: Like Sunday afternoon. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> You did? I don't,
3: did? I don't really care about anybody's
2: ha- race. I care about my race until like, I wake up the next morning. I And I'm Joey's buddy. I texted him said, hey, sorry, I got caught up in my mess. What did he say? He said, "I, I hate it too. Shouldn't been back there." That's yeah. So that's what he said I, on Sirius too. So that's he never took it personal.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't personal. I took it
4: personal. I lost a <laughs> lot of bonus money on that. No, you didn't. So you're gonna, yes, I did. And you're going to buy my kids Christmas presents. <laughs> 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 uh,
3: the other Penske car, your car made it.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's the, the like the, I've the been at Penske car for a decade now. And this is this is the the that's the worst we've ever run in Bristol. I would say. I don't I don't remember ever, especially with Ryan, we always leave laps there. Yeah, he's fast. So, we, you know, there's, I think you alluded to it on what they talked about on Sirius
3: today. So, I was kind of surprised. Joey really peeled back the curtain and said there was a, quote, intense meeting at Penske on Monday that involved drivers, crew chiefs. And the captain. I'm sure it went pretty high up the ladder. And it was a, come to Jesus, we need to look ourselves in the mirror, man up, and what the leap is wrong like that we've never seen that before the defending champion has never been bounced in the first round and for team Penske that sounded an alarm and I think lit a fire under everyone's ass
4: I think the whole like if you just look back at the last three races right the 22 car scored one playoff point like that's that team is much better than that and to your point they won the championship last year they're not even a full year away you know past that so there's a lot of good people there. Obviously, that's well above my pay grade. But it, when you look at, okay, the Fords have been off, but then you watch the 34, um, who's not even a key partner team, running the top five all night.
2: Shout out and, Peterson.
4: Yeah, f- shout out to Peterson. It's like okay, the
3: six, it's the like, seventeen. Yeah,
4: it's like okay, hey, their speeds here. Yeah, where where's the disconnect? And that you know that's there. There's a lot of people that are very smart at Penske that make a lot of money that have to figure out how to get these cars to go around. And they're going to, right. They're not going to sit, sit on their heels and say, well, we'll try again next year when we get a new nose or we get this. They're not going to say that. They're going to say, we need to fix it right now. And we saw, you saw the same group of guys figure out how to make the Dodges win. Right. And they, their backs were against the wall with Dodges. And what was it? 2000, 2012. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of the same core guys. And they figured out how to get that Dodge to run and, and go and win a race. And it's the same thing. Like I, I feel like right now the cycle kind of goes in three or four weeks. We're like the Hendrick cars are really good. The RFK cars were good for three or four weeks. The Toyotas are really good for three or four weeks. So it could be, I, I hope, right. I hold, I hold hope in this cause it's my team. I hope that they, you know. Yeah.
3: Hope for can, you in the round of 12, you'll you know, find that, it soon. <laughs> well, I think,
4: I think if you can draw up a round of, of 12, that's good oh for our cars. It's yeah. this one, especially for Ryan. But you know, when, when you get the round of eight is no joke. And the round of eight is almost as tough, if not tougher than the, than the first round.
2: Vegas homestead in Martinsville. You are working your way to the tippy, the tippy point of the spear, too, right? I mean, you're, you're looking at 12 guys. I don't know how many of them are, or were champions or, I mean, but all of those guys are capable of winning a championship each and every race.
3: Three Fords went home in the first round. Yeah. Three of the four eliminated Fords, which leads us to the other shocker. Kevin Harvick.
4: Couldn't will him home. He oh. wasn't shocked. He wasn't shocked about it. No, you know, he wasn't. No, he you know what wasn't. I was shocked about? You're right. You know what I was shocked about? That my friend. After I crashed. Just this guy's last race of Bristol, just out there, and he just smashes right into him and puts him in the fence.
3: How could you? I he? said, damn. I, I he's felt, an old
4: man.
2: I felt bad about that, actually, like, coming off two. He, like, he, just, he just parked it. <laughs> Granted, I probably was a little bit frustrated at myself. But my car was driving good enough to where I was like legitimately better than him. Still crashed, and he was a little bit tentative in turn one on a restart. And I just like kind of misjudged it and got him into the, like got him in the bummer, he Did like the whap whap pow, and I was like, oh, He's sorry. <laughs> and then he caught me, and I was just like, just go. I'm sorry.
3: Sorry. <laughs> Mercy. Go around me.
2: But he was five
4: <laughs> laps down. Yeah, had a really rough day. Um, and he was like walking back, like, yeah, man, uh, we suck.
3: I feel hate to see bad it. for Harvick.
2: <sighs> hate to see
3: it. Come on, Stuart Haas. Give our boy a little bit. How are you not going to give him more? Than I that?
2: still think he gets one before the years over.
3: No way. No. Right. Not if they're going to run like checked that. Checked out and his walked They're back, not even like... close. And he kind of I would love to see him I'm do it. I'm speaking out of this. So, you're you're talking to your this. heart, not your head. Yes. I would love, don't get me wrong. I hope he does. It's like the moment that I've been waiting for all season. Like just one more. But after nights like that, like doesn't give you a lot of hope.
2: No, doesn't give you the warm and fuzzies. No, but you know who has the warm and fuzzies? Dennis. That that fellow right there, on the big screen, fist raised celebration.
3: One liner. Just of the to year. the, <laughs>
2: just to the <laughs> booze of the crowd, and I, it's almost like it feeds the fire with him. He's oh, it like, totally. The more booze, it. like it adds to his like Thanos power. You know, he's like. Give like look at the look at look his at the eye look right at his Jesus. face.
3: Oh my God! He's gonna fire full, the tiger. Oh my! Full
4: <laughs> Hulk Hogan NWO heel. For, like he's for just Ford. full heel.
3: Full animal attack. My God! God. Oh, man. It's, uh Everybody likes a
0: winner, right? So it's uh can't think this whole oh, that kind of fired team up, up. Just yeah, you know, they they really the kick. Apparently not everybody likes Just amazing how good our team has been. Just so happy about the way we're running and um, and can't can't wait to keep going.
1: You've made many championship four runs, Denny. Is something different with the 11 team this year, though?
0: It's our year, I just put together. It's We got the speed, every single type of racetrack, and you know, nothing to stop us at this point.
1: So are these fans motivation for you? There's a lot of booze out there. Hey. I, hey, I beat your favorite driver. And who would that be? All of them. That's pretty Timmy good. Hamlin did beat them all tonight, Rick. Win number 50. That was pretty
2: good. I got to give it to him there. Um, obviously, victorious. Got to give it to him on that. But just a shot across the bow at the competitors. Dude, he
4: should have won the first three all races three of the year.
2: Yeah. Right? Like, it's not It's not surprising, but. I'm a little bit confused, though. What what has Denny done specifically besides have a little sp- bat with ross chastain that, that warrants the amount of booze that he gets you're kidding no okay Don't.
3: where do we begin hit me let's go bristol a few years ago
2: just recently with clyde talking about recently
3: the hack no, line no, 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 with oh, oh, bowman no, no no martinsville martinsville martinsville
2: yep. he did just try to wipe him out there okay that's fair okay that's one shower hey, of hey, booze. hey let's go back
4: I'm shower not gonna hate of booze. on chase but he moved the two car first so it was fair game at Martinsville.
3: I'm just, I'm just saying, this is where I think how we're building, how we're yes, getting yes. to this point. No, no,
2: I appreciate this. I, I've been trying to think.
3: Parking about it. in front of Bowman on the front stretch after the win and calling him a hack. Okay. Yep. Start kept percolating. Okay. Doring Larson and taking a win away at Pocono.
2: Okay.
3: Bad. Ross and then, Chastain too. And Ross Chastain and then lying and okay, not lying, saying that he never touched him. Okay. Mercilessly booed for that. I think his podcast hurts him. Kyle Larson listen. at Kansas uh, earlier this year.
2: Ooh, yeah, that one do it, too. I don't think that because Chase
3: fans probably love that because of Denny, and I'm not saying this one's his fault, Chase got suspended at the Coke's, after the Coke 600.
4: Mm, that was mm. a big one. Yep. That's quite the that
2: list, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I heard Come that, Carl It's some of the most
3: popular drivers. Like, he's not getting into it with no names. Like, he's pissing off large fan bases. Do you and you the think result s- is that. Do
2: you think some of the the Chase Elliott fans are sticking up for Kyle Larson as well and be like, hey, you picked up my teammate?
3: I heard a lot of that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, where were they last? He's week? had a couple good ones. I, I will say that was a nine point four out of ten witty response. I almost like the one after Pocono where he said, "You can boo my rock out front." Boo my too. rock Love was that good. One. That yeah. one was like a nine point nine.
3: The Joey Logano. Because um, that was like you—you you gotta
2: kind of like if you know, you know, and yeah. like a lot of those people probably even know there's rocks in the infield. I'm yeah. going stand in front of that rock and boo it next year. <laughs> <laughs> boo, you rock.
3: Make sure we get it on camera because that'll be a Carl good reel Edwards. on Instagram.
4: At the NASCAR 75, Carl Edwards, I guess he was on stage and they announced Kyle Bush and it was like half assed like cheers. And they announced Danny and it was like full blown blues and car- or full blown booze. And Carl Edwards was like, what the hell is changed? Where have I been?
3: Yeah, where have you he's been, like, yeah.
4: dude? Yeah, he's like, what the hell is going on here? But yeah, like. Proudly wearing the black hat right now. To but your like, point, Kyle Bush is like, he's kind of getting cheered.
3: He's also winning a lot of races. Right? Yeah.
4: He's, this is, when Kyle Bush was at his height of getting booed, he was the one that was, was supposed races. to win three out of five. Yep. And, yeah. You know, or the three out of three.
3: But I think, and I don't know if I got into it with someone about this. They said, it's because he drives a Toyota. I'm like, no. No. Not at all. It's not. No. Does, does Truex get booed? Does C Bell get booed? No. I mean, that's. Bubba does. But I think that's because of who Bubba, the personality that Bubba is.
4: But he employs Bubba. So does that feed into a little bit
2: of it? I think that's reading into it a little bit too much. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Regardless,
3: my man's on a heater right now. Yeah. He's aggressive. He doesn't apologize. He's taking wins away from people and, like, relishing in it. Yeah,
2: that's the thing. You know? Right.
3: Like, he almost, then he gets on this podcast and he doesn't help his case. Oh, he
2: doubled down. He He doubled down on on it. I love it. But if you're you're backing it up and you're confident in your team and they're going to keep giving you hot rods each and every week, you can go on there and talk that talk and walk that walk.
3: He'll be the villain. He's like, bring it on. Is
2: this his year? That's what he says. That's what he said. I'm not going to disagree with the man.
4: That's what he said. Listen, Cowboys and Eagles and all them say it every year, the Eagles finally won one.
2: It is. It's going to be. I'm not
4: saying no, no, but like
2: I can tell you one thing. If you don't think it is, then it won't be. Well, he thought it i mean i don't think you're gonna like, he's got t-shirts right from previous it. years even though they might be able to use t-shirts this year and then this might be the one
4: i it'd be hard to argue against them right now
2: but. i
3: thought he had the loudest boos like driver intros i was talking to him like oh dang who's denny mm. that was before the race this this was worse adam fired up yeah he hey. loves it
4: momentum's a cruel mistress thing.
3: and i'm sure kyle bush is like thank god
4: you think? I it's don't
3: not think. Me anymore. No, I don't think
4: so.
2: Bit. I think Kyle's like. Well, I wish there he a misses the still,
3: attention, even if it's it. negative attention. Yes,
4: yes. It's like Juan Pablo used to say. At least as long as That's they're making sick. noise. As long as they're making noise. Not a lot of action on pit road this week, but I do have the dogs
2: of the week queued up. Do we? Let's just go ahead and get on into that pit road boats and woes and the dogs coming to you right after this.
0: So I'm going to tell it, Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate.
2: For me, race day is a great reason to shut down the laptop, put the phone on silent, and simply enjoy the driving. But Mobile One wants to remind you that you can get that same kind of escape any day of the week. How? By simply hopping in your car, rolling the windows down, and hitting the road. No emails, no calls, no work, just freedom. Mobile One, for the love of driving. Time for some pit road boats and whoa, a Couple on pit road, not a very newsworthy night. A couple guys were solid, a couple teams struggled, and one team recovered. What we got?
4: Yeah, so, man, we talked in Spare Change about how you were adamant about the five car not being able to get to the front. Well, I was wrong. And, like, who would have thought that that race played out that way? We only pitted four times, and the 11 car gets a speeding pin on lap 71. You think he takes himself out of it. He's right back to the front. Same uh, sequence of pit stops. The five car runs over equipment. Back to the back. Right back to the front. So it was crazy to see. It's crazy to see those guys just how quickly they were able to get back up front, whether it was strategy or just their cars were better. I think that's one thing about, like, a bottom dominant Bristol is, like, the 20 car was just turning better than everybody else there at the beginning, and he just drove by everybody. Yeah. So those guys rebounded. They had a really good uh, night on pit road. I saw the they Twitter people. I
2: think it was interesting, though. You see the 20, right? He, he was dominant at the beginning and wasn't quite as good when it opened up and went to the top. Yeah. The balance of your car changes to the free side. Almost two numbers. So, if your stuff is turning really good in the bottom, you're probably going to be too free on the top.
4: Well, the track got colder. Like, is the track got colder and colder too, right? It end?
2: Well, the car's not as loaded as much on the top, right? You load into the banking on the bottom. It's one big compression. So, if you're trying to get your car to react the same, it's not going to have the same load on it. So, we generally hedge our bet to be free when you run to the bottom and start tightening it up as we work throughout the night. So, dumb
4: question. They, they came in pitted from the lead. They chose to wait on fuel. A 20. The 20? The 20 car chose to wait on fuel, so they lost three spots on pit road because they were waiting on fuel. That puts them out of clean air, like you talked about earlier. That was super important. Now your balance is different yeah. once you've lost control of the race. Do you think that could have factored into it? Like, okay, now we're back here and lose control of the race. and
2: And you could adjust your car for dirty air yeah and might not ever get it back to the point of being good I, I don't maybe i don't know i don't. Know. I think it's a safe play like
4: people are like why would he wait on fuel but as the race was going like there was a chance that you ran under green under green all the way and yeah if they finish fifth they're on to the next round if they run out of fuel it's like you're you could be you could be in some serious trouble so here, they wait on
2: so. fuel for the last stop
4: maybe it was the second last stop 54 the 54 won the race out off pit road, and that's why they
2: are the dogs of the week.
4: The dogs of the week. They, uh, 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 yeah, P1 on pit road from the outhouse to the penthouse. It's funny how the times have changed. These boys were getting booed out of the stadium. <laughs> now, P1 on average. But, yeah. they Must ate their Wheaties. I mean, it just goes to show you, like the we kibble. said, when they got pulled off the car, like they could go on any playoff car and be great. And uh, yeah, they now they're they did motivated dogs. Yeah, and Ty was fast. It looked like they were going to win the race. What that happened? Crafty veteran. Mm. The eleven team was super solid too. They come and uh, come snook it from them. Mm. But yeah, the fifty four guys, like I said, they've had a they've had a rough year. I know the pain. I've gotten destroyed on Twitter myself, along with twelve car guys. But yeah, the fifty four sweet redemption. Jackson Gibbs front changer dog. He's a the lineage the heritage. Yeah. The heritage, the franchise, dog. I don't know what uh, what what's a good OG nickname dog. for the grandson. No, he's a young young buck.
3: A little, yeah. You call him pups.
4: He's a pup, but he's still a dog. He's a dog. <laughs> App State. That was like a that's like a homecoming race for him. App State football player. Jackson Gibbs. Jackson Gibson. Gibbs. Oh yeah.
2: Whoa.
4: Oh yeah. Nick. What Mc... a resume. Yeah. Nick Macbeth is your tire carrier. See, I see him walking around out here. I guess he lives down here. Whenever we leave the studio, dog. I was told this weekend. This is this is fitting because Rear Changer, K. Von, not Kevin, K. Vaughn Jackson. Dog. He might be the prettiest guy on pit road. Gets haircut once a week. Learned that this week. So does Sparks. Got to. This guy's prettier than Sparks. I'll I believe when I see it. Maybe my favorite Jack man of all time, longtime teammate Braxton Brandon. Mm. Dog, Remember when Braxton's had a lot of highlights, won a couple championships. Remember when though, the, the two-car missed the box at Pocono and just loaded his guys? No, it just threw him up in the air. That's Braxton. Took a tumble. Bra- oh, yeah. Big, <laughs> big tumble. But, yeah, Braxton's been – he actually retired. Um, he was on the 22 car last year. And he actually retired this year and was done. And, and then unretired uh, And Like Brett Favre? Joe Gibbs called him. Got to answer when that guy called He like him.
3: Truex. which uh, yeah. is hard to say now. They too. needed
4: some leadership, some veteran leadership for their team, and he came back and, yeah. Now,
2: what would be the average age of somebody like Braxton retiring?
4: I think he retired early. 34? Um, 6? 30, 35, 36, 40, right? So, yeah, he retired. I think he retired a little early. He probably could have done it a couple more years. Jackman's a hard spot to run for a long time because it's just so demanding, right? It's the most demanding spot in in the sport, I think. It's got so much going on. and
2: Well, you're jacking it, you're hanging it to the right front tire. The tire, then you're really and truly the speed of the stop dictated on how fast Jackman can get the left side pick.
4: Yeah, but you you're also dictate on when the car leaves, right? He so does, you have yeah, to, I mean, not only are you doing probably the most physically demanding job you it also has to be you know the most awareness in the pit stop too because you dictate when that car drops and leaves so it's all on you then the gas man ian anderson
2: gas dog
3: gas dog,
4: dog dude ian anderson dog. happy for them boys little redemption yeah he looks like kenny powers good for them that guy ian anderson what was oh, the yeah.
3: fastest stop all night
4: i didn't see any eights this week but low nines i think uh nine i think it's nine one it was a little bit slower this week, which te- people tend to be a little bit slower at Bristol because of the risk for loose wheels, like we saw with the forty two. Like the forty two, that's a that's a weird that's kind of like a weird situation because yeah, it was loose, right? Like how how loose is loose? Because he ran the whole last run with it. Yeah. But then like then he knew there was a problem right away at Darlington and pitted the next lap. So like there's stuff that like I changed tires for a living and I don't understand. How this is tight and how that was loose and like there's some stuff you see that looks super tight that is loose and there's other stuff you see that looks super loose but is really tight and it's like then you don't really know like is it on the locks is it gonna rip the locks off I I think it's track dependent and corner dependent yeah this weekend in Texas 100 miles shorter it's a 400 mile race oh it's gonna be
2: hot down there too it's 97 be hot.
3: yeah I think
4: tires are gonna fall off and we not if they're tight I think. <laughs> <laughs> not fall off figuratively or literally just, just figuratively said. like are they gonna...
2: gonna fall off you tighten the nuts up <sighs> all
4: right is there gonna is there gonna be speed fall off in the tires is i think speed... so you think so i don't know i mean we're gonna you... find out i i think it's a five pit stop race for fuel like to be able to make it on fuel anyway i, I think... wonder if it comes down to like like i wonder if no, it comes down no to like kansas treatment.
2: right yeah no track treatment uh tires won't be as crucial as they are at kansas um track kansas position is more that's track position i think you're gonna see some twos i think you might see some lefts um really if you if you can get your car to the first row or two you will do everything you can do to get up there really yeah i think you can be i think you can defend um if you're in the first three two three four spots uh if you have track position even if you're on a tire disadvantage
4: so no traction compound do you think you just run the bottom Things can be bottom dominant, or uh,
2: no, because I think wherever everybody starts collectively running, that area of the track is rubbered up. So you're going to go start start to find gray asphalt and move up. No matter if it's got resin or not, you're just going to be looking for gray asphalt or use some discipline. Wrap the bottom in one and two, and then three and four. It's really just how your car gets over the bumps, because your car. So three and four is banked so much more than one and two. You want to run your car low as you can in one and two to maximize downforce, because that's the one you have to lift mostly for. Three and four has a bunch of load, a bunch of bumps. So if you're aggressive on your heights in one and two, you're probably going to be on the stops, hanging on, busting your ass in three and four. So Mm. trying to get that balance is what we're shooting for this weekend.
4: Cool. Well, I'm shooting for my driver to be shooting guns in victory lane.
2: Wouldn't be the the first time he's done that. All-star champion last year, Ryan Blaney. uh, Knows how to get the job done at – texas so good luck to y'all gracias and we're gonna to get to y'all's hashtag penny for your thoughts questions guys right after this
3: <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes.
0: There really is no place like home.
1: And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place.
3: Welcome back to Stackin' Pennies, everybody. Time for some fan questions. You boys ready? Penny for your thoughts.
2: Yes, I got some thoughts. You do? Not many, but a couple. Well,
3: Lovesdale88 wants to know if you have thoughts about Junebug. What would you all think about your boy? Up in the mix Friday night until he wasn't.
2: Oh, man, I was so fired up. Now, I don't know how cheated up that car was. <laughs> don't care to know. <laughs> all I know is Junebug was in contention like the good old days. <laughs> Just like he had Steve Latar calling the shots. It it looked like his car weighed 500 pounds less than everybody else's for the amount of jump it had off of each corner. I was quite impressed. But maybe that's just because Dale Jr. is that freaking good of a driver. Driving the freaking wheels off of it so fast, the thing caught on freaking fire.
4: Yeah, he was, I mean. Get the fire (laughs) (laughs) extinguisher. Richard Petty. Get the fire extinguisher. Those guys pulled him right out. Hey, you know what those guys were? dogs down there on pit road they park, were right, right fire there. dogs. Saved save dale jr's life
2: <laughs> I, I don't know what i'd be doing toyota boy i was too. also dale jr and fire and race cars happens too often don't love it i don't like it at all i mean dale senior's ghost pulled him out of snow when he caught him fire in that car was that sonoma
3: yeah yeah thank why god do you, why do you think he got out so fast
2: because dale pulled him out
4: <laughs> yeah corvette yeah I, dude i thought it was a uh, i thought it was Barry made the race super interesting And then yeah. like the race was really good the Xfinity race was really good it working the bottom
2: working the top different tire strategies 7 was strong yeah Junior was gonna be in the mix I how it played out right before stuff caught on fire I I don't think he was in the advantageous spot I think he'd probably ran second to the 7 7 but it was, car was better but it was just cool to see the old Hellman's mayonnaise Camaro out there in the wind I heard saw two fans Junior leading laps
3: Walking back to the hotel, there was such a buzz. Like Friday did you see night, the was guy so with much the fun.
2: eighty-eight sunburn on his back. That. I saw that guy in the morning. You did. He had duct tape, so I knew <laughs> what his plan was in preparation, and it worked to perfection.
3: It looked good. Yes.
2: So when it was prime time, he yanked the duct tape off, and it was just tattooed on his back. Well,
3: eighty-eight and a little melanoma.
2: <laughs> that guy was dedicated.
3: dedicated. I saw fans going. There was, so, but there was, there was so much buzz. Like. Hotel bars packed, team guys all watching. Restaurants packed, like we was left watching. kind of at the start, and then seeing all the the crowd was incredible for the Xfinity race. You got to think a large part of that was Dale.
2: Uh, the majority uh, of it, yes. yeah. I can't believe how much he moves his hands on the wheel. That's I was tired just said. watching. Him. <laughs> like yeah. I was tired tired of just watching him. I mean, you need to, right to here. Him. I mean, he's he's like nine thirty, and you know he goes like one double fist. Left handed. Yeah. Is okay, it? because like like I listen, i I was like, Dale, just, just keep your hands over here. You just have to move it like a lot of. Do you not push less. with your right hand when you turn? I'm a I'm like a little bit of a pusher more than a I, yanker, I but would I'm left handed too. Teach to each their own, man. Dale Jr.'s got his own style. And it was working pretty good for him the other night. I hate it. Because I
3: hate it for him too.
2: When Dale Jr. won Michigan, by the grace of God of Michigan, in that Batman car I cried like a baby. You did? I did. Canapolis' own.
3: Fans were asking, though, and I thought it was a fun, like, I was, I love to eavesdrop. I'm just always listening to people's conversations. And these fans were like, I wonder if Dale would have been a good boss and let all Allgaier win or if he would have taken the win for himself.
2: They talked about that on the podcast. And Dale's like, no, no, that's Driver Jr. That's Driver <laughs> Jr. <Johnson. laughs> Junior's going to get up there and get him win. win. will come here and take all the money. <laughs> Did he say that? He said that. All-star race. All-star race. We come here and take all the money. Yeah. <laughs> he don't care about team orders at that point in time. He's going to. Get up there and rough him up.
3: Who's going to fire him?
2: No, nobody. <laughs> Kelly. Kelly oh, would be scared to fire his ass. You're yeah. on the bench, sir.
3: She needs him in a few weeks. He'll be at Homestead. He's back in the car.
2: Is oh, he? is he? Okay.
3: Next question, the 22 and 22 asks, did you have a conversation with Joey Logano after Corey? If so, how did it go, and what was your perspective of what happened?
2: I texted him. Um, you know, I just hate, hate your playoff run. Got caught up in my mess. Um, you know, like I said earlier in the show, he – said it's all good, shouldn't be back there, shouldn't be in that position anyways, but, you know, as a buddy, you want to see your buddy go. You hate to see your buddy be out of the playoffs that was induced by a mistake yourself, so, but, you know, hey, it happens.
3: This one's kind of interesting. At Dusty Worthy, if you could change the playoff format, would you? Point system, number of cars, eliminations, et cetera.
2: I kind of like it as it is right now. I
3: can't think of a tweak that I would make and I'm open because I think there's always ways that you can self-analyze, like what can I do better? This one top bottom is to pretty good. Pl-
2: prior to playoff points, there is a valid argument that it doesn't incentivize the people who rank consistently competitive in the regular season. But now they've introduced playoff points. If you get stage wins, if you get yeah. race win, five points, if you win the regular season playoffs, <clears throat> it buys you a mulligan and a half, but not three complete races to run like a donkey. So that's when you see a regular season oh, playoff, a, a regular season champion shouldn't get a bye the first round, right? They sh- they should be no. under this, they should have a 15 point buffer, which is half a race of a mulligan worth of stuff if they need it. And, and it was, they needed it and they needed more.
3: It was barely enough, but Truex able to hang on. Yep. Yeah. Which, by the way, what did you guys think? Because we thought, I think we all kind of collectively thought the bottom four going in were the bottom four going home. We only got fifty percent right. Mm-hmm. Instead of Martin and Bubba, it was Joey and Kevin.
2: Which Corey's me fault. busting my ass was the one really <laughs> took all that up.
4: Yeah, <laughs> no, Corey's fault. It's like like Joey said, you can't be running back there. Um, but yeah, I I don't know, like I don't, but I don't understand, and I don't want to hammer him too hard, but like I don't understand why Bubba keeps crying. Like he should be there.
3: So I didn't see it. What happened after the race?
4: He was just, like, so happy he was crying. But, like, I think that, like, I look at Bubba, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. if you were like, yeah, Bubba's going to be in the round 12, I'd have been like, okay.
3: It's what he should be doing. Like, a thousand percent.
4: I'm not going to be like, no way. Yeah. Like, they didn't have the the playoff points. They haven't been running as good as the rest. That's why. I don't think people are, like, counting them out because... They don't like him like as a person or think that he sucks. I think it was just like, yeah, you didn't have the playoff points and you really haven't been running good and these guys are a little bit have been a little bit better. Then he makes the round and he's like doing like the shh, like that deal, and and like I think he should be there. And I think that he should think he should be there. Because his whole team should be. He's got one of the best he's got a a really good so team. How one do of the you, best teams in the garage.
2: How do you balance the excitement of making it further to Bubba himself? This is the deepest he's ever went. Denny said, I think in the in the, his post-race presser, the best Bubba's ever finished in points is like low 20-something, 21st, 22nd, somewhere in there. Now Bubba is 10 spots better at worst of his best career year.
4: This is his third year,
2: 23-11? Yeah. Yep. And also the financial bump he's going to get from every round of playoffs is probably substantial enough to make you want to cry as well.
3: <laughs> that's where it comes
2: I'd probably be shit at too. I there can get too. the pool
3: and the hot tub. All of it. And the closet she wants. And
2: that car that I was looking at <laughs> buying too. Yeah. Like, that's that's like, there's all of that I wrapped don't. up into it. But, okay, the other side of that is they are the most well funded team in the garage with the most resources backed by TRD. There is no position over there that doesn't have elite championship winning personnel from drivers to crew chiefs to engineers to mechanics. So then. You shouldn't, you should almost like, you should expect it's it. like, okay, guys, we got three more rounds.
3: Yeah, three act like races. you've been there before.
2: And, so, and, and like I, I haven't, have so like, I can't say how to, act, how to act. That's what your point is. No, but right? that's what like,
3: Ryan's point is. Act yeah. like you've been there.
2: I don't know. Like,
3: don't, don't sit on but the car. He or hasn't or
2: been there. Yeah, but if but you've he been running yeah. like he, he has. hasn't been there, so how he can hasn't. you act like you've been there if you've never
4: been there before?
3: Right. I
4: don't know. It's a saying. It's just like, for for me, and I'm, look, I don't. He can do whatever he really wants, right? But yeah. I'm just like, for me, it's like, why are you crying, man? You're like, you should, like, that's my point. Is like. He's excited. It's not.
3: It's your job. You're expected. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing.
4: But I'm not very empathetic. So maybe
2: that's my problem. You need to work on that. Could maybe.
3: I mean, or I'm not maybe. Dr. Phil. But, like, doesn't that tell you a lot about the pressure he was probably under then? Like, it's such a release for him.
2: I couldn't imagine. The boss man, not Denny, the guy that had, just has an aura about him whenever he walks in anywhere, yes. sitting on your pit box behind Booty. Yes. Like, that guy instantly brings expectations yes. and demands perfection, particularly if he's the one, his name's probably on the bottom of your check. You would disagree. disagree with
3: that?
4: Disagree. What? I watched the freaking Hornets play. Corey. All right? I watched the Bobcats and the Hornets play. Tell your boy. I've watched Craig the Bobcats Craig. and the Hornets play. I want to. I want to believe. Pressure? I know that there's pressure, but like, know? and I want to believe that Michael Jordan wants like.
3: You want to like, know when I felt like the biggest loser in my whole life?
4: I'm a Hornets fan.
3: I was bowling, with MJ. He's I, like, hey. everyone gets one roll. I'm picking teams. I don't want any freaking. I'm losers. with you. I'm with. You. I got one, and I'm a good bowler. Hang on. What happened right. here? Pressure. What happened here? Gutter ball.
4: Then away. Why did you put sent the sent off
3: up? in disgust? MJ was like, "Get out of my sight." When was this? I don't know, a couple of years ago.
2: Where at? Spare Up times at home. down at
3: um, Epicenter. You know, they used to have that yeah. bowling alley. What so oh. were
2: you doing? Was there a birthday party?
3: After a Hornets game, that was like his spot because they let him smoke cigars in the back room. It had like two lanes. It was like a private deal. And you bowled so a gutter like ball? A, he kicked you out. In front of MJ. Dude, That's pretty the pressure to perform in front of that man is something you've never experienced before. That's Tyler all I got. It's just Mugsy facts.
4: Bows of NASCAR.
2: <laughs> I love Muggsy. Certified. I love Tyler.
3: Oh, that was a short joke? That was a short, short joke. joke. He's a little yeah. fella.
2: He's small. I think Tyler Reddick is a foot shorter than Muggsy Bogues.
3: He's a little guy. Did you guys know that? Who was he walking around him. with? Jay Balvin?
4: Yeah. Yeah, I know who that was. I don't know that. Nobody, he's I the understand. most famous person there, and nobody knew who he was.
3: He yeah. had a huge like entourage. Not
2: one person in Bristol knew Mike, who was. Mike, boom,
3: Mike's freaking cameras. I'm standing outside the media wearing center. wearing a fire like,
2: suit. Who like a is G-force, that? G-Force fire suit.
3: Yeah.
4: My wife is Puerto Rican. <clears throat> I spend a lot of the winter in Puerto Rico. I know who Jay Blaven is. So
3: if you just walked by him, like he was at the track, you wa- you would have known who that I was, was.
4: I said, "There's Jay Blaven." He walked by me. I said, "Oh, that's Jay Blaven." And all my guys said, "Who's that?" I said, "Guys, I can't. He's the most famous guy here, I think he, he's the
3: most famous guy here. He might be more that famous no than one, MJ as far as a worldwide Dude, scope. another as, ice cold. Oh my god.
2: I don't. I Ryan. don't know that. I don't know. I think like, as far as worldwide, take, take. I don't think so. No. I think Jay Blaven is probably more
3: is relevant
2: today then he today. doesn't have a shoe line
3: you guys I'm everyone the... on the planet knows who michael jordan is yeah,
2: most people knew no him.
3: one at bristol knew who that guy was except for you
2: a lot of people at bristol knew who michael jordan was that's fair yeah point. that's a fair point
3: like everyone
2: i rec- I'm, I'm back on your side now he still I... has the cold takes
3: <laughs> yeah, ice cold takes i
2: mean he's from columbia i'm
3: sure more people in columbia i'm not saying corey say told me he has like 81 million people on it. i'm not saying he's not hugely famous but I'm just saying, I, but then you played us some of his music before the show and I did recognize it. I just didn't put a face with the,
2: we song. might not have had 81 million, uh, followers on my Instagram this week or ever, but we had a lot of pain stackers in Bristol. Come on. Uh, so we did, we've been doing, uh, appearances, at the Geico tent on race days. And there's been, you know, the first one we get a hundred people next one, there's 150 people. Now you can't even move in a Geico tent when we're up on stage. It's been awesome. And the penny stackers came out in droves this weekend. It was wild to see all the seven merch stacking pennies, hats and shirts, and the whole deal. And people passing me pennies and just screaming it and doing the whole thing. It was awesome. So one of the questions. Uh, so we open up the questions on the Geico stage. First question. Yeah, yeah. You over in the back. Hey, can I be can I be penny stacker of the week? I said no. You're already Aww. disqualified. You know the rules. The rules are Danielle. I don't know if you're new to this. I don't know the you rules. can't ask to be penny stacker of the week. It's the number one rule. Okay. Now you can ask, you can nominate somebody else on their behalf, and they can then be Penny Sacker of the week. Uh, sorry, pal. Um, appreciate you listening to the show, but now you, you disqualified.
3: rush somebody. How old was he?
2: Mid thirties. Oh, look okay. like a good looking guy. Old enough to know better. Parent, <laughs> old enough <laughs> to know better. Uh, second question. Yeah, you sir in front. Hey, uh, can my wife be Penny Sacker of the week? <laughs> Absolutely. It's you allowed. Yeah. Uh, so I'll uh, allow well, it. Well, there's one guy for the last four or five years, Tyler Turner, He every single post I put on Instagram, he leaves a little goat emoji consistently. Doesn't matter what topic it is. my man's leaving a goat on every post. He asked his wife, I believe her name is Melissa Turner, to be Penny Stacker of the Week. So she is as well. She's nominated. And then Janet Scott, she's an OG Penny Stacker as well. She drove um, like six hours to Bristol to just see – me at trackside live geico and then obviously watched the race glad we had a decent car led some laps for her um and then she we really also i sent cool. the selfie remember i was like on the fence about forgetting that girl's name from the previous week i was like i think it's uh madison from california well i was right apparently her her and her family are going to every single racetrack where was that two weeks ago we were at maybe darlington or darlington,
1: kansas it two
2: weeks ago, yeah. no they were she was at kansas Next thing you know, she turns up at Bristol, Tennessee. Avid fans. So, shout-out again to her. So many Penny Stackers a week. And you guys are Penny Stackers a week, too, because you continue to tune in with us. Hopefully, you guys are liking what we're doing for it, because we're having a blast doing it. Seven races left to go in the season, guys. Make sure you guys continue to listen to us on Spare Change Race Day mornings. We're having a lot of fun after P&Q breaking down lap averages and giving you some tips on who you might want to put in your fantasy also, continue to tweet at us, hashtag penny for your thoughts, and we'll get to those each and every week. Continue to like, download, share, rate, review, all the things. Thank you for tuning in to Stack and Pennies presented by Mobile One. Talk to you next week.